I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And on Wednesdays, we We wear wear pink. want to know where did you guys come up with the name Wednesdays we, we wear pink and just the podcast in general oh hi well That's welcome question. yeah ah. you, you want to take that Benji I will start it okay so um I think me and Josiah have always known that we have a really good uh work chemistry together we work mm. well together and I had mentioned mm-hmm. to him <laughs> a couple times that I wanted us to do I thought it would be fun if we did like a show together of some kind and so you know it's just kind of with Josiah, you have to plant a seed and you have to wait for it. <laughs> right, right. You have to wait for That's it to kind of germinate the and truth. come back later. So I was just like, I think we should do a show of some kind. And I was like, and I'll wait. And then <laughs> it's, well, we had, we had attempted a few shows before. Um, we had worked on a web series many years ago. Mm-hmm. We did a short, very short-lived uh, YouTube series. <laughs> and I'd always okay. wanted to do something. You know, everyone out in L.A. tells you, you got to find something. You got to always be creating. Mm-hmm. And I was doing things that I feel like fit other people mm. but I don't think I ever found something that made me feel comfortable like something that was like oh that's my voice right we kept talking a bunch of people kept bringing up podcasts when we finally decided oh maybe we should do a podcast we we're like still kind of half on we didn't really know what it was called mm-hmm. and I think I jokingly said it'd be funny if we did oh on Wednesdays we wear pink and I thought man after all these years I'm still quoting Mean Girls mm. and that's where the idea of like let's do something that talks about how pop culture affects us not just it- Exactly. And, and one thing that I, I noticed right off the bat was just the detail and everything that you guys have with this podcast. Like, you know, the the, the pink everywhere, you know, you, you're on theme. And then, I mean, look, look at the detail. I mean, I'm just, I'm just really amazed because it shows that you are really passionate and you believe in what you're doing. You know, a lot of people out here, they want to do a bunch of things, but are they really putting in the work and their passion into it? No. Mm. You know, so this really just me coming in here and seeing this, I'm just like, wow, like you guys are really about it. And this this is what it's all about. You know, do something that you're passionate about and what you believe in. Oh, wow. Thank you. Well, that's why we brought you on and that's all we need. All right. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Oh, no. Thank you so much. And and actually, let's let's give a moment to introduce you to our audience. So I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Jones. I'm Shanice Cole. And on Wednesdays, we, we wear, wear pink. pink. Actually, can you even see my pink? It's kind of briefly there. On Wednesdays, Josiah technically wears pink. I, I, I'm always <laughs> like, wears things that are my pink. threshold is like, would I get, if it was St. Patrick's Day, would I get pinched? Uh, no. <laughs> so this is a pop culture podcast where we discuss our personal experiences with film and media. And everything else. You, might, I was you think not after all this time, not. you would know how to interject that? <laughs> I just, I. Whatever. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we also discuss the impact that it's leaving or has left on our generation. Today, we are going to be discussing Spider Man Far From Home. You- and we have an amazing guest here today to help us out with that. <laughs> we do. Shanice, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Shanice Cole sounds, you sound like a famous singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, do you sing? Or. You know, I can do everything else but sing. You know, okay, it's same. funny because when I first came out here, I had an audition that um, it, it was a musical audition. And the first round, you know, it was dancing, killed it. Second round was acting, killed, killed it. it. And then the last thing they had us do was sing. Uh, and I was like, oh my God. And then, you know, uh, my sister and I, we sang and they, they were looking at us like we were crazy. They were just like, uh, can you guys do a scale? So the fact that they asked us to do a scale oh, meant no, that they yeah. were still trying to see if we could get a little something, but nothing. They so like, it, it, do you have any skill? Exactly. And so then after that, we were just like, okay, we know that we will never oh. sing again. We're not good singers. Oh, so. no. <laughs> For those of you who have don't know anything about Shanice or her sister, Shanae, right? Yeah. Who I've only ever met once, but y'all are twins. Yes. Oh, wow. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> which which means that you get a lot of jobs uh, and you kind of lean into that a lot. Like, right. I love it. I love watching the clips that you guys um, oh. both upload. You oh, work really you. well together, which, you know, I don't think is a prerequisite of being a twin but <laughs> it helps if it if it works out that way right i met you do you remember where we met um at rupaul right yeah we yeah we both worked on rupaul's drag race yes. together yes. yeah so oh my god, oh my god. and you were you were a boss 
Like, <laughs> I wanted to know who you were because you were running around. Oh, my God. You had the papers in your hand. Like, <laughs> Thank I was you. like, I need to know who this guy and, is. And I, well, it's great, but uh, don't don't sell yourself short. You are a boss, too, because you work no. on, you want to tell us what you work on now? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I just stopped. Well, I didn't stop. The show got canceled, but I was uh, working on the Steve Harvey talk show. Oh, my God. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to bring that up. But no, it's okay. It's okay, because now, um, you know, since the show ended, I got a job offer at Access Hollywood. So nice. Awesome. I'm working there right now um, on the day time show it's okay. been fun so far um i met a lot of great people last week i, I did a segment with um keenan um, so it was oh, like yeah i saw that yeah you know so it, it's, it's you nice. mean it's you nice mean to vibe. tell me that all of the old people in america were not watching steve harvey <laughs> at once like right. what like, <laughs> like it was at, you know that honestly was the the greatest show i worked on good um because we were able to give back to people yes. you know and that's I, I feel like when you're in tv or anything in entertainment like if you're giving back it's like you you did your job even mm-hmm. with this podcast you know we oh. are giving back we're giving knowledge uh, well you guys are giving knowledge to people you know who di- didn't open their minds to you know what's going on in pop culture you know yeah. really you know lo- looking at the fact that wow it really has a staple in our yeah. lives wow yeah you it's know? actually been really good uh, me for that because I'm not that's not my personality type at all it's Josiah mm-hmm. 100% <laughs> so this has really given me like a reason to stop and like look at things and how they're actually like exactly. what they're doing so oh. mm-hmm. good. yeah and it's definitely one of the reasons why we wanted to start this because I know um, I've dealt with like naivete or mm-hmm. prejudice or any things that like I didn't want to know were there but were there yeah. and it was actually a lot of positive aspects of pop culture that expanded my mind mm-hmm. and helped me to start thinking like oh you know I don't actually have all the answers and I don't know all the circumstances or the situations and I think there's a very positive thing and I think that's that's the benefit of pop culture mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. but we are here today <laughs> to talk about Spider-Man oh, from home I remember when I was younger me and my older brother would always watch the Spider-Man cartoon the 90s one right mm-hmm. um, we enjoyed that and then the movie came out and my younger brother was obsessed with it, and I watched it a lot. Uh, that the first and the second one, I did not like Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. I did not even even at that age. Was no, it absolutely? Was I, it just you didn't I, like him as an actor, or you thought he didn't live up to that potential? I didn't mm. think he was Spider Man. I just didn't oh, wow. think he was a good Spider. I didn't think he was like just mm. the right pick. I didn't think he was the character. Okay, uh, I still don't. Um, <laughs> I think that I'd never. I actually only recently saw the uh, Toby. Garfield. No. Toby Garfield? Andrew, Andrew Garfield yeah. once. <laughs> Toby Maguire Garfield. <laughs> I only saw the Andrew Garfield one recently, but like even when I saw that they picked him, I was like, that's like a Spider Man that I can get behind. Like I agree with that. Like I saw him more and I love Tom Holland. I so there we go. You know, actually, uh, the Spider Man was the first comic book that I read because before that, I I think I discovered like bat- the Batman film, and then yeah. when I started digging to see like is there other superheroes, then that's when I started reading comic books, mm-hmm. and that was the first comic that I read. And you know, I always thought growing up, oh my gosh, if I get bit by a spider, I'm gonna turn <laughs> turn into Spider Man. <laughs> yes. So I always like kept that in mind. He's iconic. Yeah, yeah he's he iconic. Is. He absolutely um, is. And then you know, I did. I loved all the movies. Um, I think that the Amazing Spider-Man, it didn't do nothing for me. Yeah. It really didn't. Yeah, me and you can agree with that. (laughs) Well, okay. I said I liked him as a choice. The movies, which there was two. I think I saw one. Right. I was very upset. I I didn't like the way they went. (laughs) Off that, I want you to be thinking about your favorite Spider-Man movies. And your favorite Spider-Man. Spider-Man movies. What, what it sounded it? like you said Spider-Man. Like it's Spider-Man. his last name. Hey, Spider-Man movies. <laughs> hey, name's Peter Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah, I get you. I, they didn't really do anything for me, but I'll talk about that a little bit right, right, right. later. I, I agree with you. There were only two comics I was obsessed with, and I would read either Batman mm-hmm. or Spider-Man. Yeah. Those were the two. Like, it was either, like, the really dark, brooding detective type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the one who, like, felt like me. It was... <laughs> That's true, yeah. Spider-Man, really. And it was... I remember one of the reasons I liked it. I liked The Amazing Spider-Man. I keep saying it like that. Spider-Man, uh-huh. like, like in New York, you're like, I like the Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. But what I loved was, because around the time that I was growing up, they did Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm. And that was, for me, okay, I can start at square one. I don't have mm. to, like, dig through 60 years worth yeah. of, like, history. I can just be like, 
Ultimate Spider-Man issue one. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. And it was very consistent. That's the thing about the Ultimate Universe. It was very kind of like linear. Right. There wasn't a bunch of like side things going on. And then at a certain point, then they transitioned to Miles. Mm-hmm. And it was just easy. It was easy for me to keep up with. I never felt like I was lost. I kind of could always go to the library, rent volume one, two, three, mm-hmm. and I knew where I was at. And that's why I loved him. And so then when the films came around, it was just like, oh, I love this character. Mm-hmm. There's something about him that I think is so endearing. And I think... It was one of the reasons that they touched upon it in um, Into the Spider-Verse, which was like, mm. essentially anyone could be Spider-Man. Right, right. Uh, I, I do like that about yeah. him is that, you know, out of all the superheroes, he's the most, I don't want to say realistic one, but it's like, no. that's the one that we, we re- were relatable, you right. know? Like, I'm a kid too. I'm a student. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out how to, you know, juggle both. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, so. that's why I think they've done so well with these new Spider-Man movies yes. is like, they remind you what it's like to be at the ground level, mm-hmm. not like the Thor level or the Captain America exactly, where you're used to it. Exactly, exactly. You know, the, the entirety of this film is basically Spider-Man struggling with the responsibility, but not like the way Tobey Maguire did. Exactly, It was exactly. more like, I just kind of want to be a kid. Like, I want to do the right yes. thing, but I also want to be a kid. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but yeah, Spider-Man, the original trilogy, it is not the best when it comes to taking what was originally on page and mm. bringing it to life. Right. No, they took a lot of their own liberties, but it was like the early 2000s and comic book movies were not a thing. Yeah, right, exactly. Like one of the first like real like super it was movies, so. it was the one that really put it on the map of being a blockbuster like mm-hmm. right. you had had X-Men in 2000 and two, or 2001 I can't remember mm-hmm. I think it was 2000 and that kind of was like oh but even right. that took itself really seriously mm-hmm. and it was a little bit edgier and Spider-Man was like the perfect mix of being realistic yeah, that's I'm true. doing quotation marks mm-hmm. <laughs> while also being campy and fun and I think that came from the director yeah I think I think if there's anything I would say about the original trilogy is well at least the first two of the original trilogy mm-hmm. was that there was something consistent about the way the director made it mm. like it was back in a time when a film could be a director's project and mm-hmm. could kind of like it it didn't feel tampered with until right. The third one. And I love the new Spider-Man movies. I love yeah. Tom Holland. But Same. they still do kind of exist in this like weird limbo of having to be Sony's uh, Spider-Man and also having to be Marvel's yeah. Spider-Man. Having to be its own thing while also being part of a universe. It's like it feels like a weird bastard child. Yeah. But one that we love. You're right. But still kind of like the original, the first two. I love you, but you're not my son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great intro into what we're actually supposed to be talking about today, which is Spider-Man Far From Home. We were... Or not to be confused with Homecoming. Or not to be confused with the next one. is uh, (laughs) Spider-Man Home for the Holidays. That's what I want for the third one. (laughs) So Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, following the events of Avengers Endgame, including the tragic loss of his mentor, Tony Stark, Mm. Spider-Man must step up to take on the new threats in a world that has changed forever. And then the film obviously was starring uh, Tom Holland's delicious body, uh, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson in his 11th Marvel appearance. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Wow. Um, Zendaya, of course, Jake mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal, who was almost actually replaced by Tobey Maguire. No, yes. no, no, no. In Spider-Man he, 2. He almost replaced Tobey Maguire. He almost right, replaced Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I read that wrong. Um, <laughs> John uh, Farvo? Oh wow! Really, Favreau? Why John do I Favreau. why do I do a podcast with John you? Favreau, who plays, um, you know, the guy? Benji, you're the worst. Who, uh, do you want me to keep this in, or do you plays, want me to edit it out? He plays the guy. No, I'm going to let you hang. You're going to go ahead. Shanice, <laughs> do you want to tell us who John Favreau plays? Happy? Yeah. 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 I love him. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who directed the original Iron Man. So yeah, that's who John. John He's Favreau is like the uh, godfather of this. Oh, this new cute. series. So. Okay, I see. And he's directing Lion King. Yeah, he is. So, Spider-Man Far From Home was released on July 2nd, 2019. Which, what day was that? I think it was like Tuesday. a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Super because random. it actually made a Tuesday opening record of $39.3 million. But I'm sure that wasn't like a very cramped market of big <laughs> opens on Tuesday. Right. Like, I mean, I loved it. Like, yeah. I, I was hungry for something else after Endgame, you know? <laughs> um, and he he's our like like... 
it's like a family, you know. You look at everybody, and yeah. then you, you, he's like our cousin. He's like, okay, wh- what's going to happen next? How is he going to, you know, uh, hold up the family? You know, yeah. so all that stuff yeah. happened. Is he going to be able to, you know, live up to the name and live up, you know, underneath the the greatest Iron Man? You know, yeah. Um, and and just the aftermath. That was the other thing too. Was how was that film going to, you know, show the aftermath of yes. the snap? And so yeah, that was my whole thing. Was just how did, what's the conversation going to be like? How is mm-hmm. everybody going to act yeah. afterwards? Why is nobody traumatized post like the snap slash the blip like if your family disappeared for like five years and you like forced yourself to move on and then they just (laughs) popped right back into reality counseling immediately like i would just be like in fear of is it gonna happen again exactly you You have such like because they don't like normal everyday humans don't watch the marvel movies they don't know what's going on yeah all they knew was they were probably just out at the market and then poof their loved one's gone. Mm-hmm. They don't know Thanos is dead. <laughs> I think I'd be pretty chill. You're easy come, easy go. Oh my Easy God. go, easy come. <laughs> I mean, like, it's definitely sad, but you have no clue what happened. Like, you just, like, the you stand there talking <laughs> oh to somebody God. and they're kind of gone. And you're like, by the time you figured it out, like, probably, like, three years in. And you're like, I guess they're not coming back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it would take right. you three years. But, like, by the time oh you probably get the whole story and you're like, oh, okay, well, like, there was, like, a monster that snapped everybody away and the Avengers lost. And, like, what is life? That's probably about the time that they kind of got their stuff together and got everybody know. back. And then you're like, mm. oh, hey, you're back. It's been five years. Let me, let me fill you you in like I don't know yeah I would be pretty I think I'd be pretty chill about it like wow. I'd be like oh, I'd be scared <laughs> I yeah I'm with you Shanice yeah. like that's a major PTSD that you're dealing with there that's like I mean I'm not saying I want Spider-Man Far From Home to be like super depressing I'm really glad that the uh, the tone these films yeah I was like yeah. this wasn't the film either right mm-hmm. like it. but they were just like and we're back I was like uh, what right exactly exactly <laughs> imagine if your love your like sister or your brother just disappeared and then it's like all right cool like obviously super thankful but I feel like there would be like that are you gonna it can disappear well, again because no, exactly. you know that, that Thanos got defeated so they're fine yeah. okay you just have to be optimistic you just have to realize that so that's did their job and eternally the difference between me and you Benji <laughs> when we discuss films Benji comes at it from a glass half full and I'm always like a I'm like oh you're back I've, I've been waiting right. <laughs> and I would just be like what is life? <laughs> what is the black hole that you disappeared into? Well, hopefully in that case, I would stay and you would get snapped because you would come back and not realize really what happened. Oh, right. And then I would just be like, hey, man, it's been a minute. There's, but, dude, I kept your apartment for you. I don't know. But how did we like that that opening with the Whitney Houston? I loved it. Oh, my I loved God. it. I was just like this. I, you know, I, one thing I do love about the Marvel films uh-huh. is its sense of humor. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, that I loved is that uh, that guy who is who likes Zendaya in the yeah. film, that he was the only one that had a major difference. Right. The, yeah. His, the, name? Uh, his name was uh, yeah, Brad. That was so funny because he yeah. grew up. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 <laughs> he literally yeah. five years. I think just... his, yeah, his name was Brad If I because I wrote it down. That was so funny. Yeah, he was he was funny. And at first he started off, I was like, oh, this guy seems nice. And then exactly. as the film progressed, I was like, that guy's a dick. Exactly, exactly. But then what high schooler isn't a dick? Right. Like, honestly. I was not a dick. In I school, look back so. at myself. And I, I was think, a nerd. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Were both of you nerds? Yes. Or was one of you the cool we twin? We were the nerds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, or, uh, so there was three sets of twins at my high school. Wow. Um, they, they, and this is how they categorized us. They were like... Um, the quiet twins, oh, the um, the fast A twins, because they were like showing their bodies, whatever. Uh-huh. And then the twins that think they're superheroes, which was Shanae and I. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute. super cute. Quick, quick, they did not uh, explain well what the situation was, because I don't know how they all went on a class trip together when they're not all in the same grade anymore. Yes, and they they, they went on summer vacation. So it's like, was this a, yeah, I agree with you, because they did, yeah. I was like, oh, they're just Because they did, they, they took the time to explain kind of how everything happened and how everybody came right. back and how they put the people who got snapped away back in school and they had them restart the year. Mm-hmm. But they didn't explain like, oh, like, so uh, Zendaya, MJ, like, you're, uh, you're in college now. Like, how's that? You know, they didn't mm-hmm. address that at all. No, no, they did not. They didn't have yeah. any of those conversations. Yeah, just like, and Man. I think I, what I'm going to say to go ahead and just be okay with it is that the people that didn't get snapped away, they were in college and they're 
being like they're coming back and doing like TA jobs for mm. like college credit and mm-hmm. maybe they all went on that trip together and like half of them were TAs and half of them were students and that was like mm. a thing and maybe it was like an extra credit trip for everybody mm-hmm. so sure I don't know that's what I'm gonna believe <laughs> right they, right. they, they legit kind of swept you, it under the rug they were like yeah. let's start off with this get it out of the way and let's move on yeah. like, which yeah. also uh because I don't, I'm pretty sure that Zendaya stayed, right? That's what they said, or that's what they implied. No, honestly, maybe yeah. not. Like you said, they didn't do a really good job of like. I was mm. just saying, like, I was like, well, if that's the case, you know, then Tom Holland is like 16 or 17, and Zendaya is 21 or 22. Right, right, right. That's not illegal. Good. Not good, girl. Depending <laughs> on what state you're in, that's illegal. Right. That's illegal. But um, I loved. I sorry, we'll move on after this. But I really <laughs> liked having been a filmmaker that's done movies since like Windows Movie Maker back in 2003. Yeah. I loved how cheesy. Yes! (laughs) I was like, man, five years has passed and they still do not have a better editing system than like Windows Movie Maker 3. And they left the Getty images. Yes! They didn't pay for it. (laughs) So we get the whole introduction, literally breeze past all of that. Mm -hmm. And then we go into Peter Parker doesn't want to be Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. At least for the weekend or the the I don't blame him. Few weeks of his vacation. Yeah, his vacation. Mm-hmm. He just wants to go like kiss a girl. If Toby McGuire had been like, I just want to kiss a girl, I'd be like, Toby, you are a grown ass man. Like, <laughs> right. like yeah, there's no. something so endearing about the fact that they have like relatively high Young-ish school looking kids, kids. Yeah. yeah, actors doing like doing this. Yeah. So when he's spending the whole film being like, I kind of want to. You know, spend time with MJ. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. He is a kid. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. this is a kid with a big responsibility. Granted, he did just defeat Thanos, like help defeat Thanos. Exactly, yeah. a giant like, battle. Let him but sit down for a second. <laughs> right. Also, like he kind of like up until the very end, he had nothing to do with the problem. Right, like, that right. had nothing to do with him. Like he had no way to stop it. Like it was these big freaking like elemental monsters that he had mm-hmm. his powers were not equipped to fight that like when right. he when the first thing attacked in uh, whatever city that was and he like Venice. held up the tower for a second mm. and it like the tower still ended up falling they were like good yeah. job with that tower and I was like what good job slowing right. it down because they exactly. didn't really they didn't show anybody on the ground level that he was yeah. like protecting yeah. either exactly. So, like, exactly yeah they were like good job with that we really need you and I'm like for what like for <laughs> right. what let him have his it, trip it definitely was like because the plot demands it yeah, that's why Exactly. And I felt like because there was like throughout the movie, there was points where they were like, oh, like uh, you did a great job or we needed you or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Spider-Man hasn't done anything this whole movie. Like for the first two thirds, I was like, he really hasn't done anything but like run point and be like, oh, I got your back and like not do anything. Right. So I was uh, until like closer to the end when he actually we found his villain. I was like, OK. All right. I'm in. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he leaves New York without his suit. Mm-hmm. Um I, I love Aunt May. I do too. And she is, uh, she's a gene. She's like the so cutest, cute. Uh, and then her and Happy, I love. <laughs> I love that she knows that he's Spider-Man. Like right. I hate, I hate, hate, hate in every superhero movie when they cannot just tell someone that they're close right. to that they're a superhero. They're like, it's going to put them in danger. Like it's going to put your relationship and your life in danger if you don't tell Right, them. exactly, Honestly. exactly. If you can't tell like your mom, be like, Stay inside tonight because I'm fighting elemental monsters and it'll mm-hmm. put your life in danger if you leave your room and you just tell her like, hey, mom, you should stay inside. And she's like, no, I'm going to the club. I don't know what mom's right. Because mom's going to <laughs> right, right, right. But like, she's like, no, I'm going to go have drinks with my friends. And it's like, yeah, you like she doesn't know. Like you're putting her in danger by not telling her. So it's like <laughs> really it's um, it upsets me. So I'm glad that they just got rid of that right right, right. got right. that out of the way mm-hmm. i know she is so cute yeah. yeah and honestly if you're gonna tell anybody like that you're a superhero family first exactly, exactly. exactly. like my mom would be the first person <laughs> i'd be like mom you won't believe this i can climb walls like, right. like okay benji just come in before 12 i'm gonna put on a mask and i'm gonna save the world <laughs> okay benji all right <laughs> but anyways uh, yeah yeah so yeah she you love um we get an introduction to to aunt may um, I thought that was really cute. Yes. Um, tell me something. That suit that she packs into his suitcase, and how did that get through security? I'm sure Tony Stark made it to a, like some way <laughs> that it could get through. Right. Like, it probably has a cloak. Marvel should on keep it. you around because you're really good at explaining away <laughs> any plot holes. That's a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> you're just like the one they're like, but what about this? And then it's like, why don't you speak to our associate, Mr. Benjamin Jones? So. Tony Stark, as you know, is a very smart individual. What is this he voice? Made, he had himself invented a way to cloak uh, weapons so that they will not be detected by other senses of uh, certain sites, certain types. Uh, 
Hereforth yeah. with which there uh-huh. his suit can get through on the plane. Right, right. Great. <laughs> that was cool. Let's never talk to that guy again. Oh. Uh, so we fly to Venice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. Ned and Betty. Yes. <laughs> that I laughed so, like their whole like summer fling. Right. Was so was cute. so quick. Like, <laughs> so hey babe, thanks babe. I loved the whole like uh, musical chairs in the flight. All right. Ugh, that was so he did that wrong. So <laughs> you don't you don't go up and have the girl move. You have like you have. Ugh, I forget what the how the situation worked out, but I was like literally all he had to do was say that the thing was bothering me. Can I switch seats with you, exactly. MJ? Yes. Boom, yes, done. Yes. She goes and sits by him, and that's set. But when you're like, oh, like, and you're asking, like, what, four people to move? Because he was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, uh, so he's going to come back here because it's bothering him, and then you exactly. say, and then I'm going to come back. It's like, that's too complicated. And then the teacher the came teacher. and switched. Yeah. I think the things that are most successful about these Spider-Man films is how they utilize the side characters. Yeah. Yeah, they're really funny. So Yeah, they're super... Uh, Super fleshed out, super funny, super realistic. Love it. What was that? Guys. <laughs> Just wanted to add something in there. Um, we get to Venice, and of course, they they get attacked by their first elemental, um, the water one. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, like, any can anyone explain to me how if they are spoiler alert, just holograms? How the water's actually moving? Right. Well, the the oh, is this drones. wait wait is this explaining no, Benji no, coming in? No, the drones. Like they said, the drones do it all. So the drones, like they pull up the water. And oh, they, they do shoot it. Yeah, like oh, that's how they said. They said mm-hmm. the drones. They it's like an oh. illusion. I know the drones are doing the use, illusion part. They no, they use the drones to also like make the damage. Were you not right? Watching? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but true. the drones can. They were under the water. Like when they did the okay. big one on the bridge at the end, the drones were okay. under the water and like shot energy blasts through the water and made like the water crash up and like take down the wall. So like they just use they utilize. The drones. Yeah, it seems a little shifty, but stuff. okay, sure. We'll it's go with that. It's not. It's like multi-billion dollar tech. Like, it can do that. Which, by the way, I'm I'm sorry, but this brings back an issue I've had with every single Marvel film, though, mm-hmm. since the first Iron Man. Almost nine out of ten times when it comes to the big issue or the big threat, it's always self-inflicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, by Tony Stark. By Tony Stark. <laughs> Ultron, Tony Stark. Right, like, right, right. You know, Whiplash, technically because of Tony Stark. Like, right. all of these, a lot of these villains are, like, self-inflicted. Like, the villain of the first movie was a disgruntled Tony Stark employee. Like, mm. it's a little bit more of a stretch, but definitely in this one, it was like, you're you're for sure using Tony Stark. Exactly, yeah, exactly. angry Tony Stark employees with angry Tony Stark tech. <laughs> so... Love the films, but a lot of these issues could have been solved had Tony Stark not been making dangerous. <laughs> right, right, right. But whatever. That's that's the uh, the game we play. So uh, he gets attacked. We meet uh, Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio. Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, have to, you have to do it like he did it in the film. Like, it's Mysterio. Right. <laughs> Use that little look. Mysterio. <laughs> I love Got Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, me in this too. Movie. I really, really I was, okay. So, like, obviously, if you follow, oh. like, the comics and stuff, like, uh-huh you would know that Mysterio is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot that. So I was really, got you. I was liking him so much. Right. I was like, he's so cool. And then when like, um, obviously when Tom like handed over the glasses, I, I, was, know. I was like, oh yeah, totally. And then I stopped and I thought, and I was like, oh wait, we're only halfway he through the movie. He looked like him too. I was like, when he put on the shades, yeah, he I totally like, looked oh like God. Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, good, good, good call, Tom. And then I was like, wait, Right. Even if he wasn't the villain, even if he was just like actually who he said he was, that's still a dumb thing to do. Like, yeah, you yeah, literally yeah, yeah. have billions of dollars of the most dangerous. Oh, like, absolutely. there needs to be a vetting system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to make sure that I did. I did think that because I was like, you can't just hand those over. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with this because Tony picked him, and so Tony trusts him. I'm gonna trust him. Wow. I'm gonna roll with this today. <laughs> you stole. And that's what I get for trying to trust people. This is like, why no yeah. one hands you, Edith. <laughs> No, I would use Edith to destroy my enemies. Like right. I would never hand Edith over to anybody, and that's why I wouldn't get Edith because I wouldn't. I would be selfish, and I wouldn't use it for good. <laughs> and this is one of the first characters in a while in the Marvel universe, other than of course Killmonger, right? Where the villain repre- not only represented a threat in the mm-hmm. film, but he also represented a theme as well. Mm. And that's always been the big thing about like the villain can't just be there and be a villain. He's got to yeah. represent some aspect that's the antithesis yeah. of like of what the film's going for. And so 
Mysterio literally represented the anti-truth. Mm. The idea that like people want to believe something. Yeah. It still wasn't uh, the film wasn't completely consistent in whatever theme it was trying to explore, but I did think like that was so strong. Mm-hmm. So like even you trusting him right? whereas normally I would have been like um Oh, okay. They just did the whole switch and like bait and switch thing. Like we all kind of knew, mm-hmm. except for Benji, we all knew he was going to be the bad guy. Right, right, right. But I think it worked in this one. It didn't feel like a cheap like. No, yeah, it didn't feel like I'm the bad guy. And you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, we all knew that. Right, like, right, right. It felt it. It it still hit for me because he did build a relationship exactly yeah that's what it, yeah yeah exactly. and mm-hmm. even when he was bad he still kind of he didn't want to kill peter like no he liked him mm-hmm. yeah so he was like ah oh, sorry bro i gotta and I gotta it, it spoke to the vulnerability of a 16 year old kid yeah. needing to believe mm-hmm. needing to like mm-hmm. like you said have a mentor yeah. to step in because he did just lose his mentor so i thought thematically i liked what they did with him more especially oh my god skipping ahead to the fight scenes like mm-hmm. with Mysterio when he he like throws him into a loop yeah that was I was like this is never ending how's it gonna yeah. get out of this oh my crazy. god I and I like oh still he ends up still being like the whole like all the villains in these Marvel universes they always end up doing the same thing it's just like flying and shooting lasers and stuff you're like oh, okay cool so like after a while the end fight scenes are just like Yay, I've seen this like five times before and it it makes me miss back in the day when like the Green Goblin was distinctively different from Tobey Maguire's mm. Spider-Man or like Dr. Ock, he had a different way of fighting than Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and he had a different way of fighting from the Green Goblin. So like the villains right. weren't just visually different, they also had a different like their their the climaxes weren't the same. Right. Whereas like nowadays I feel like all the villains essentially are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And even Mysterio, he still did the whole flying and shooting lasers. Right. But with the whole like trippy acid scene. Yeah. It was like, Crazy. oh thank God. Like an a Marvel film that has like a different style of fighting. Like mm. it's not just the same punch him, shoot him up at the end. It was right. It was a little bit more cerebral, and I liked that. And you were saying too, like the fact that all the kids snuck out of the opera. Oh, absolutely. I said I it before know. before they even did it. I was like, when he was like walking them through the streets, and he was like, "This is gonna be so much better." I was like. I would have just turned around and walked off to the party. <laughs> I'd have been like, you can send me home early. Exactly. Suspend me. Give me detention. I don't care. I'm not sitting in the opera for four hours. <laughs> and I was like, the best the best I would have done probably actually is I would have gotten a group of about probably three people all together. We actually probably all would have talked about it and been ranting and all agreed right. that we were going to do this beforehand. But you get in there, <laughs> you wait till everybody's seated, and then you all like start go one by one going to the bathroom. You all meet right. in the lobby. You take off, have fun at the party for three and a half hours, come Smart. back hit the last 30 minutes of the play and then you walk out with your teacher that's funny no and I just thought it was funny I thought it was funny that each time they were like oh we got upgraded oh we got upgraded. Yeah. And I'm like how is this go home <laughs> you almost died like seven times damn so then we get this really interesting scene where it's revealed of course that he is the bad guy mm-hmm. and then we get to see all of like these disgruntled workers that have like been, been working there. for Tony Stark yeah mm-hmm. who have, who've been there and um, it's kind of without like getting too political it definitely speaks to the time that we're living in where the main villain is somebody who comes from a, a disgruntled like place mm-hmm. of just like speaking and preying off of people's unhappiness mm-hmm. with the systems at large and mm-hmm. and kind of promising a um, a brighter future promising like we can do it. The ones mm-hmm. who are, who have been overlooked. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, without getting too political, it definitely was an interesting angle to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it made it make sense. Like this villain, even as cartoony as he, he could have seemed when he, he made the switch, mm-hmm. it was like, it's not that cartoony though because we know that sometimes people are desperate for yeah. their truth. Exactly, yeah. And it, it was like, it made it scary to a sense where it's like, you didn't. he didn't even need like a motivation other than, I'm pissed off. Yeah. And I want to be in power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and of course it is Jake Gyllenhaal, so he does a really good job of like, just making that transition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where you're like, sure, you're crazy. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> you're unstable. Um, and so we've obviously found out that Quentin's the bad guy. Uh, we have that really trippy, awesome scene. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, Spider-Man gets hit by a train. Dude, mm-hmm. that that was crazy. Yeah. Dude, that, hit, like, that hurt. Like, I went right through me. I was like, I screamed right. in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, okay. I hope we yeah, the older I get, the less control I have over 
like my Voices reactions oh, in the yeah, film. Yeah. I'm definitely getting a lot more verbal and I think sometimes like thankfully in like Avengers everyone was with me like right exactly, exactly but in this one it still was kind of a quiet crowd except for one random guy who got super excited when MJ oh my and Peter gosh. Parker kissed which oh my god, it, it was funny he got like so happy about no, it no for real though he went yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I was like the hell? you okay there so sir funny. also the that bugged me because I was like I'm so happy I'll finally kiss but like Peter's mouth was bloody like his nose I was know! bleeding and there was blood on his mouth and it like bugged me I was like can you at least like and wipe? it was like it was like peck kissing too like it yeah. wasn't like but that was so oh, cute you know? well, it was like that was like, so was, cute oh my gosh here we go okay. oh my yeah <laughs> those like first kisses but I was like it's cute it was like the I first just... peck kiss I was like okay now like wait and do a real kiss later after he's cleaned his face okay. and then they went for yeah. the real kiss and I was like can we not <laughs> right 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 um, did you like the fact that Basically, Peter is pretty much embracing his place in the MCU as the next Iron Man. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, I, I've i always loved the fact that he was so eager. Well, first of all, he was trained by the... Like, he had the greatest mentor. Yeah. With everything that just happened in the previous films and, and what have you, it's like he needed... This is... Um, we need the new hero. You yeah. Need, and it was very yeah. endearing, it was, it's refreshing too, too, to see, like, John Favreau, who directed the first Iron Man, watching... Uh, Peter Parker as Happy Hogan Mm -hmm. watching him kind of like easily slip into that when he's like okay make this yeah yeah yes yes yes. and he goes I'll pick the music and then he goes I I love Led Zeppelin Uh, I was like you I was crying at that part wasn't it so cute because it was like he like you you just saw there was so many levels you had the level of like just in the film Mm -hmm. Happy having been so close to Tony Stark seeing the new Tony Stark and that was that was adorable then you had the level of the fact that Jon Favreau as the director of the first Marvel film in this in this universe watching the new generation be inspired by the film that he made yeah you know there was just a lot of like levels that like that one moment hit for yeah. me and then you had mm-hmm. um you had peter parker stepping up and filling that role and yeah. not even trying like no he literally, it was so yeah. cute it was not him like okay what would stark do he literally was yeah, just like just oh and he started like he was in me. his element started doing his own thing making his suit like he did the same little thing where he like made his design and flicked it yeah. and it spun around that like Tony I didn't even does. notice yeah. that that was so oh, like, he's like doing that. all his little things that he does and just like I love that being yeah. really in his element and it was just like good to see that because I frankly wasn't sure that he could do it so mm-hmm. I was I was glad to see that yeah plus that suit was fire yeah yeah oh my was, god that was awesome I can't I, I, I got chills yeah yeah <laughs> I can't wait till they have Miles Morales in this in this universe because right. his suit's gonna be oh, so good right. my suit will be great <laughs> oh, is this oh. Benji Jones for Miles Morales? Let's go. Start the hashtag. <laughs> That's, we'll do it. Right, um, right. So then we get the final battle. Um, you know, you have Spider-Man basically breaking through the illusion. And he's yeah. like, you're not going to fool me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I love the, I, I like I said, I love the thematic uh, idea of like Spider-Man is not just fighting a physical villain. He's fighting the truth or mm-hmm. the lack of the truth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, he says the line, which is, people will believe anything. People believe what they want to believe, basically. You know? Mm-hmm. Then, um, so as we're nearing the end, Benji, what about that depressing little moment with the oh flash? Oh, gosh. With the, the bully kid where, like, everybody's getting picked up from the airport. And he, like, goes up to the driver and he's like, oh, is mummy not going to make it again? And he's like, nope. And they just, like, cut away. And I was right. like, hey, like, come on. What was that about? Like, yeah. this is, like there was just no reason for that. And these movies, they they get a lot off of like your expectations. They play off of what you've seen so many times before. Yeah. So the end scene with him swinging MJ around. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know how this is gonna turn out. No. Yeah. Right. She's like, like realistic. Like, like don't, you would just be like, oh, we're swinging like thousands of feet over everybody, and right. like, that's scary AF. It's terrifying. I love that. Yeah. The ending. Um, I was I was frustrated because I oh, cause really? you, well you know because it's like everything was happening all at once you know he said that this video his name was oh, revealed I was like that did not just happen oh, how's it gonna come out of this? <laughs> so it's interesting because the beginning the end of Homecoming ends with Aunt May finding out yeah. that he's Peter Parker or that he's Spider Man and she goes what the fuck and it cuts to the credits yes which is what frustrated me about this one because they like they 
they cut right when they start to swing, do the credits, and then come back. Yeah. And I'm like, clearly that was a last minute change because you obviously filmed it to end the exact same way as Homecoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is they would have done the swinging, not cut to the credits. She would have come down and been like, that was scary AF. Then they would have done the video and he would have been like, what the fuck? And then cut to the credits. Right, right, right. And, but that still hit me so hard. Yeah. And when he said it's Peter Parker, I just went. Also was a tie in to the original Iron Man, whereas like Iron Man said, I am Iron Man. And this one is like, he is Peter Parker. And he's like, what the? (laughs) Um, I... As blown away and like what the hell as I am about it, yeah. I honestly think it's not gonna be that big of a deal. Yeah. Like yeah, I think everybody I know. knows he's Spider everybody knows yeah. Spider Man is good. All he's gonna have to do is do a press conference and be like, This is what happened, these people can back me up. I save these people. <laughs> yes, everybody yeah. knows I'm a good guy. Yeah, I'm Yeah, but it'd be cool if they like they leaned into it. No, I don't want them to lean into that. That's dumb. I hate that. Like <laughs> but, right. but we were all excited to see JK Simmons back, right? Yes. Oh my god. I really was. It was ref- I, I love when they put those like, you know, little nuggets in there because it's like yeah. oh my god like yeah. you know I know we haven't yes, yes and I hope he is I hope he's more than a nugget though I hope in the future I know it's a little different because now obviously if everyone knows who Peter Parker is mm-hmm. he's not going to be working at the Daily Bugle right 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 and it's I don't know if you caught this but you like the Daily Bugle now is more like an alt-right and online like right. one of those right. it's definitely like a Bill O'Reilly like Ben Shapiro type thing where it's just like uh, uh, Republican slash Libertarian like just angry uh, right. <laughs> commentator being like, we don't like this and, and you can't take our guns away from us and I don't know. And Spider-Man is Peter Parker and he <laughs> tried to kill you all. Get me right, pictures right. of Spider-Man. So it's like, I if they lean into that, I don't know what they plan on doing for the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be interesting how that like plays out mm-hmm. because clearly like it's the same JK, it's the same J. Jonah Jameson, but it's like definitely updated for 2019. Yeah. So. so that is the end. Loved that. Great movie. I liked it. I loved it. it. I loved it. Like yeah. that that's what we needed. You yeah. know, we had what a month or month and a half post yes. and endgame is like, <laughs> you know. We needed we needed like a chaser. That was yeah. yeah. Endgame was tequila. And that <laughs> was what what do you have after tequila? Lime or that was a lime. But I would I would say that milk endgame was vodka and that was like a shot of orange juice or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? Either way. Either yeah. way, it was it was a necessary uh yes. thing afterwards. So with all the news, because we just got the news that like um, we have a new, we have a new, uh, what is it? We have a new Ariel. We Little have Mermaid. a new Ariel yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Little Mermaid, and then of course with Zendaya as MJ. MJ. Do you like kind of the fact that they're broadening up uh, and kind of like recasting these characters? Mm-hmm. Does it feel like something that you appreciate, like having th- think about it as if you were a little girl, mm-hmm. or does it feel like a little frustrating or pandering or anything? Um, you know, I, I do, I, you know, coming from an actor's standpoint, it's uh-huh. like now there's more doors opening right. for us, you know, because at first it's like we, you know, for things that um, are, you know, from, uh, you know, books to film, it's like, right. Dane, I'm not going to have a chance because in the in the comic or in this, they were, you know, a certain yeah. color or what have you. Um, so it's like. I appreciate that Hollywood is, you know, um, opening their minds to, you know, creating new things. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you, I don't, I don't know, I, like for Ariel, for instance, I, that was the first costume that I was, and uh, I was like, oh my wait, god, really? be? Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have red hair, da da da. So that's, it was a staple in my mind, uh-huh. you know. So instantly when I heard the news. I was like, oh man, she's not gonna have red hair. Cause I just <laughs> assumed, I just assumed like, oh, they're gonna get a red head. I feel like as long as they have the core, which I know that they will, you know, it's like we can imagine different things. Yeah. You know, so I, I am happy that there, it means more opportunities for African Americans and, yeah. you know, other people of color to get in, get into these, you know, iconic roles that I, we didn't think we would be able to. I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit, but if you had one thing to say, to the people who 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 don't like some of this recasting, um, what would it be, Shanice? Say it to me because I'm disappointed. Okay. Uh, you know, I just feel like you you just have to just open your mind. You yeah. know, like not everything has to be. Yes, some things need to be by the book, but also it's like this is Hollywood. Things are always constantly we're, we're reusing a lot of things. You know, yeah. it's just different people involved, different directors, or what have you. So it's like you know you have to in order. For change to happen, there has to be changes made in Hollywood, mm. you yeah. know. And it's like we we want to be we we want to be as realistic as we can in this field. Just look at um, Pose, for example. You know that is uh, oh, yeah. that changed the game. You know, and it opened everybody's eyes to be like, 
wow, they're dealing with this or this is a community. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see like Batwoman and, you know, a bunch of other um, TV shows and films hiring. They're they're expanding their yeah. you know reach because they're like, if people are are, you know, becoming these things and, you know, wanting to be like X, Y, Z, we have to implement these in our films. Yeah. You know, we have to be the sure. what what the world is now. We have to start implementing that. At first, I was like, oh, they're like forcing diversity in these films. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought initially when they started, like, you know, switching up the, the characters and everything. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, no, they're. They're just wanting to, you know, embrace everything, embrace what yeah. we see growing up and what these new people or these kids are growing up with. And I would add to yours, it's just like, you got to think of the kids. Like, I know it might be yeah. frustrating for us sometimes. That's not the character we grew up with. But kids, they're going to grow up with someone else. Mm. And, you know, it's good for them to see themselves yeah. on screen. Yeah. And it might be frustrating for some people. I mean, I can't really say anything to change your mind. But um, hopefully one day you can see a, a happy child and, and that mm -hmm. will help you change your mind. I mean, I know for me, it was really fun seeing uh, a, a little girl dress up as Rey from Star Wars, even though mm. Star Wars has always had really strong female characters. But right, right. I loved seeing a little girl dress up as Rey for Halloween. I was like, oh, that's cute. And I remember when Black Panther came out, there was a young kid at our church who just was playing with a T'Challa like mm -hmm. toy. And there was like both white and black kids were like playing with it. And I was like, you know. That's in, that's the thing. Like they don't give a crap. Right, right, they, right. They're not sitting there trying to be like, oh, I just want to force diversity. But they're mm -hmm. just happy to see themselves on screen. Exactly, so. exactly. That's like, yeah. I mean, like I said, I can't change your mind, but um, I mean, hopefully a child can. I don't, I don't for know. for actors, it gives it gives other actors hope. Yeah, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, Benji, do you have any final thoughts on this movie or on the casting thing? No, well, no, on anything on, on the film. <laughs> <laughs> you said no, no. I want to hear your thoughts on the casting. That I am. I I appreciate the diverse casting. I really do. I just The Little Mermaid was my favorite movie growing mm -hmm. up, and so it's hard for me to like relinquish that like the idea of what it was. Like obviously, it's going to be a fantastic movie. Right. Like, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna love it. I right. know that. <laughs> I just I was annoyed that they started on mine. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, because right. I was like, because they did obviously they did Lion King, they did um, Beauty and the Beast, they did Cinderella, they've done like five different ones, and it's, it's been true. like shot for shot the same movie. Yeah, and I was like, that's all I want. I just want shot for shot <laughs> the exact that's same movie, but with real people in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, mine's coming up, mine's coming up, and they're like, oh, BT Dubs, your main character is gonna be the exact opposite of what mm -hmm. you thought. And I'm like. Oh, that's not what I wanted, but I'm ready for it. It'll be yeah, great. I'm it's ready good. for it too. It's yeah. good. And then maybe I mean, from I'm, maybe from here on they'll really just change things up. Just switch yeah, things up a change, bit. Yeah, they're gonna change. They're gonna change the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So we're gonna. I told you we were gonna get here. Um. We're gonna end on our favorite our rankings oh, yeah. of of the Spider-Man films. You don't have to include, of course, the um the made-for-TV movies or Japanese film. Right. Just. <laughs> Just the, the, the current ones, um, mm -hmm. what your your ranking is of your favorite, least favorite to favorite Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. um, who wants to go first? I mean, I'll go first. Okay. Um, this There's eight of them, so. Oh, my gosh. Well, I know the top, my top one now is going to be so. Far From Home. Okay, Far From Home. Far From Home. Um, second would be the original Spider-Man with Toby. Okay. Spider-Man 1. Um, and then, ooh, uh, Spider-Man 3. Like, I like when there's and, multiple villains. And that villains. was that was Shanice Cole, everybody. Uh, yes. No, no, no. Spider-Man Three is number three. Oh, wow. um, let's see, Spider-Man Homecoming four, okay. um, five. Let's see, five Spider-Man two, and okay. then uh, you know, unfortunately, I haven't seen uh, the Miles one. I haven't seen that one, so. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, My sister saw it without me. I don't know where I was. Okay. So, um, but the very last, the the last two, honestly, is is the Amazing Spider-Man one and two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I agree yeah. with that. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm not sure if I've seen both of the Amazing Spider-Mans. Which one is the one where Gwen dies in the end? That's number two. Okay. Well, that one's last. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say it would be probably Far From Home, mm -hmm. Homecoming, uh. Me probably Spider Man one and two, then Spider Verse, then um, what else do we have? Oh, uh, then Ultimate Spider Man one, Spider Man three, and then 
second Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mine, those are all, uh, I, I disagree uh, with some of those. Uh, I'm going to go with number eight is Amazing Spider-Man 2 because, yeah, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um I did like what they were trying to do with Jamie uh, Foxx's character. Going, oh yeah, Jamie was in there. Yeah. You're going. I'm going. Uh, now I'm. I'm going least to least favorite to to favorite. favorite. Okay. So number eight I went the other way. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we got you. Making yeah. sure we got you. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man two is last, just like you. Amazing Spider-Man one is number seven. Number six, unfortunately for me, is Spider-Man three. Really? It's my. It was I- my. It was my biggest disappointment as a kid. Because Venom is one of my favorite characters of all time. Right, right, right. And I was just like, I, they did, they did him dirty in that one. I was not happy. I just thought that Bad Peter was awkward. I that like was so, him. and no, that was literally the old, the main reason why it was like I can't watch this movie just for that. Like, um, right, right, right. After it, I'm not sure about this. This might switch in the future. But five and four, five is Far From Home, mm-hmm. and then four is Homecoming. But honestly, that could. I don't know. Look I, at my face. Hold on. Huh? Huh? <laughs> and then I get, I get very. Uh, of course, Spider Man comes in at number three, the original mm-hmm, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved Into the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. and okay, I would I definitely, I would recommend you watch it. It's so good. Um, I'm not gonna say it doesn't have to be your top. It's I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and number one for me is Spider Man Two. I love mm. that film. I love it. I keep it. I keep it old school. But um, but there's nothing wrong with your. <laughs> There really isn't, honestly. Because it also, like it said, like, I don't think Tobey Maguire is the best Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. I don't. So (laughs) that's kind of, it makes it confusing because I'm like, I love Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom is great. He's he's up there. And Shameik Moore was awesome as Miles Morales. So Mm -hmm. I really, like, I love their performances. So it's not like, I don't just stick to the original Spider-Man just because. Right. Just because of nostalgia. nostalgia, I just think it, I just think this film is much stronger as a whole, mm. but it is difficult because I do love I love uh, uh, Tom Holland way more. Yeah. So well, um, that's actually that's kind of a wrap up for us. That's all she wrote, uh, though. So this was uh, fun. Yeah, yeah, this was yeah. fun. Uh, Shanice, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was a fun you. conversation. Yeah, where where would we be able to find you um, if, um, if we wanted to look you up? Uh, a superwoman super fly on Instagram, Twitter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Um, yeah, and Benji? Uh, I'm at Benj Watch, B-E-N-J Watch. And I'm at Josiah J. Rizzo. Um, but of course, you can follow uh, us as in the Pink Popcast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter at, at Pink Popcast. And that's Popcast. I can't tell you how many of my friends are like, oh, I can't find it. And I'm like, Pink Popcast. And they're like, the Pink Podcast. Yeah, I can't find it. And I'm like, it's the podcast, and Jess, I'm not just talking to you. Like it's been like five. That's times. why we say pop with a P. <laughs> ah. um, and you can watch us on YouTube or listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, just be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so you, we can spread the word. Um, it really would help us out. Yeah, and we're gonna read our best and our worst comments. We're super excited. About oh it. shoot! <laughs> yeah, we need to get we need to get enough. But um, yeah, is there anything else you guys would like to say before we uh before we sign out? You guys are great. <laughs> Like very passionate. Like when you invest, you believe in it. So mm. I, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Come back anytime. <laughs> yeah. We were honored to have you on this. Honored to share in your passion for a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess that's that's all I can say before I you know, shed a tear or, or start getting into like dad sentimentality here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I just I love everyone. Um, but yeah, so I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones, and I'm Shanice Cole. And on Wednesdays, we, we wear, wear pink. Then we get the nice the nice scene in the bar like we talked about. Oh my about. god, are we having an earthquake? Oh, we are. Oh. All right, guys. Well, we're going through an earthquake. Should we like go outside? Oh. Yeah, let's yeah, go outside. Let's go outside. Gonna pause oh my that. God.